A Passage to India, Chapter Thirty One, Part Two. I thought you might end in England, he said very quietly. Then changed the conversation. Rather awkwardly, they ate their dinner, then went out to sit in the Mogul Garden House. I'm only going for a little time, on official business. My service is anxious to get me away from Chandrapur for a bit. It is obliged to value me highly, but does not care for me. The situation is somewhat humorous. What is the nature of the business? Will it leave you much spare time? Enough to see my friends. I expected you to make such a reply. You are a faithful friend. Shall we now talk about something else? Willingly. What subject? Poetry, he said, with tears in his eyes. Let us discuss why poetry has lost the power of making men brave. My mother's father was also a poet and fought against you in the mutiny. I might equal him if there was another mutiny. As it is, I am a doctor who has won a case and has three children to support and whose chief ob- subject of conversation is official plans. Let us talk about poetry. He turned his mind to the innocuous subject. You people are sadly circumstanced. Whatever are you to write about, you cannot say. The rose is faded forevermore. We know it's faded, yet you can't have patriotic poetry of the India, my India type, when it's nobody's India. I like this conversation. It may lead to something interesting. You are quite right in thinking that poetry must touch life. When I knew you first, you used to as an incantation. I was a child when you knew me first. Everyone was my friend then, the friend, a Persian expression for God. But I did not want to be a religious poet either. I hoped you would be. Why? When you yourself are an atheist? There is something in religion that may not be true, but has not yet been sung. Explain in detail. Something that the Hindus have perhaps found. Let them sing it. Hindus are unable to sing. Cyril, you sometimes make a sensible remark. That will do for poetry for the present. Let us now return to your English visit. We haven't discussed poetry for two seconds, said the other, smiling. But Aziz was addicted to cameos. He held the tiny conversation in his hand and felt it epitomized his problem. For an instant, he recalled his wife and, as per happens, when a memory is intense, the past became the future and he saw her with him in a quiet Hindu jungle native state, far away from foreigners. He said, I suppose you will visit Miss Quested. If I have time, it will be strange seeing her in Hampstead. What is Hampstead? An artistic and thoughtful little suburb of London. And there she lives in comfort. You will enjoy seeing her. Dear me, I have got a headache this evening. Perhaps I am going to have cholera. With your permission, I'll leave early. When would you like the carriage? Don't trouble, I'll 
B. I'll bike. But you haven't got your bicycle. My carriage fetched you. Let it take you away. Sound reasoning, he said, trying to be gay. I have not got my bicycle, but I am seen too often in your carriage. I am thought to take advantage of your generosity by Mr. Ramchand. He was out of sorts and uneasy. The conversation jumped from topic to topic in a broken-backed fashion. They were affectionate and intimate, but nothing clicked tight. Aziz, you have forgiven me the stupid remark I made this morning. When you called me a little rotter? Yes, to my eternal confusion. You know how fond I am of you? That is nothing, of course. We all of us make mistakes. In a friendship such as ours, a few slips are of no consequence. But as he drove off, something depressed him, a dull pain of body or mind, waiting to rise to the surface. When he reached the bungalow, he wanted to return and say something very affectionate. Instead, he gave this size a heavy tip and sat down gloomily on the bed, and Hassan massaged, massaged him incompetently. The ice flies had colonized the top of an almira. The red stains on the dirty were thicker, for Muhammad Latif had slept here during his imprisonment and spat a good deal. The table drawer was scarred where the police had forced it open. Everything in Chandrapur was used up, including the air. The trouble rose to the surface now. It was suspicious. He suspected his friend of intending to marry Miss Quested for the sake of her money and of going to England for that purpose. Huzur, for he had muttered, Look at those flies on the ceiling. Why have you not drowned them? Huzur, they returned, like all evil things. To divert the conversation, Hassan related all how the kitchen boy had killed a snake. Good, but killed it by cutting it into two. Bad, because it becomes two snakes. When he breaks a plate, does it become two plates? Glasses and a new teapot will similarly be required, also for myself a coat. Aziz sighed. Each of for himself. One man needs a coat, another a rich wife. Each approaches his goal by a clever detour. Fielding had saved the girl a fine of 20,000 rupees and now followed her to England. If he desired to marry her, all was explained. She would bring him a larger dowry. Aziz did not believe his own suspicions. Better if he had. For then he would have denounced and cleared the situation up. Suspicion and belief could in his mind exist side by side. They sprang from different sources and need never intermingle. Suspicion in the Oriental is a sort of malignant tumor, a mental malady that makes him self-conscious and unfriendly suddenly. He trusts the and mistrusts at the same time in a way the Westerner cannot comprehend. It is his demon, as the Westerner's is hypocrisy. Aziz was seized by it, and his fancy built a satanic castle of which he 
the foundation had been laid when he talked at dilkusha under the stars the girl had surely been cyril's mistress when she stopped in the college mohammad latif was right but was that all perhaps it was cyril who followed her into the cave no impossible cyril had not been on the kawa dol at all impossible ridiculous yet the fancy left him trembling with misery such trickery if true would have been the worst in indian history nothing so wild not even the murder of asful khan by shivaji he was shaken as though by a truth and told hasan to leave him next day he decided to take his children back to masuri they had come down for the trial that he might bid them farewell and had stayed on at hamidullah's for the rejoicings major roberts would give him leave and during his absence fielding would go off to england the idea suited both his beliefs and his suspicions events would prove which was right and preserve in either case his dignity fielding was conscious of something hostile and because he was really fond of aziz his optimism failed him traveling light is less easy as soon as affection is involved unable to jog forward in the serene hope that all would come right he wrote an elaborate letter in the rather modern style it is on my mind that you think me a prude about women i had rather you thought anything else of me if i live impeccably now it is only because i am well on in the 40s a period of revision in the 80s i shall revise again and before the 90s come i shall be revised but alive or dead i am absolutely devoid of morals do kindly grasp this about me aziz did not care for the letter at all it hurt his delicacy he liked confidences however gross but generalizations and comparisons always repelled him life is not a scientific manual he replied coldly regretting his inability to return from masuri before his friend sailed but i must take my poor little holiday while i can all must be economy henceforward all hopes of kashmir have vanished forever and ever when you return i shall be slaving far away in some new post and fielding went and in the last gutterings of chandrapur heaven and earth both looking like toffee the indians bad fancies were confirmed his friends encouraged them for though they had liked the principle they felt uneasy at his getting to know so much about their private affairs mohammad ali soon declared that trekri was a foot hamidullah murmured certainly of late he no longer addressed us with his former frankness and warned aziz not to expect too much he and she are after all both members of another race where are my 20000 rupees he thought he was absolutely indifferent to money not merely generous with it but promptly paying his debts when he could remember to do so yet these rupees haunted his mind because he had been tricked about them and allowed them to escape overseas like so much of the wealth of india cyril would marry miss quested he grew certain of it 
all the unexpected residue of the marabar contributing it was the natural conclusion of the horrible senseless picnic and before long he persuaded himself that the wedding had actually taken place